So this is the podcast. This is Jeff. This is Brett. And basically, we're drinking tea and coffee and talking about Star Wars. Because I'm a huge Star Wars geek. You know, obviously, this is more of a stream of consciousness thing. But, you know, I'm just glad to be here with uh, my buddy Brett and, you know, discussing uh, recent Star Wars topics. It's going to be awesome. Jeff, how are you? uh, What is going to be our spoiler level on this podcast because I, I tend to avoid them as much as I can. I even I, I tried really? to tell myself for about two unrealistic seconds that I wasn't going to watch the trailer when it came out. And then, wow. Yeah, two seconds that lasted. Well, you held out, man. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was, <laughs> I'd say it was maybe infinitesimal. So, yes. you know, point one, two. Trace <laughs> amounts of resistance. Yeah, yeah, trace. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I just need to see it because, you know, I, the wait has been so freaking long. Yeah. Um, well, maybe so. Maybe this first, you know, this first episode could be more about the trailer and our reaction to that. Sure. Because uh, so Jeff and I work in the same place. Yeah. Uh, this was a reunion. We used to work together going back ten years. Right. And then within the last month or so, Jeff came back to us, and uh, we get to be together again. Yep. And uh, and it was like what maybe the first day you were here or the second day when the trailer dropped. It was, I think, like the second day. Yeah. And, I mean... And we huddled around. Mind blow. Yes. You know, I, I'm, I'm just waiting for Brett to click on this thing on his, on his laptop. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, just click it, click it, click it. <laughs> and finally he does. And the anticipation... First of all, number one, I'm so glad that George Lucas is not directing this movie. Yes. But, yes. so number two, the, I want the music to be right. And right. as soon as I heard the music it was like okay we're on the right track right right oh and to clarify we're talking about the trailer so this is what we're in we're at the end of may mm-hmm. i guess at least at the beginning of this month or well, the end of this, april this is like the first official trailer because right there was, there was a the teaser, teaser like really short teaser and i guess this is actually a teaser still somehow even though it's much longer than the first one i think no, they I, just i would say I've, I've seen people call it that i don't consider it a teaser i think it's I'd a little it's more substantial yeah yeah, in yeah. Between. Which means there will be something even more substantial to come. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is like a preview, whereas yeah. the next one is an actual trailer. Right. Um, because really, we still don't know what's going on. Right. Uh, based on based on this trailer, we know that there's a bad guy. We know that they're bringing back Han, Leia, uh, Luke. Luke, Chewie, Chewie, yeah. R2-D2, C-P-3-O. You know, the major characters. Right. But we have no clue who these new people are. Right. They haven't truly been identified. Right. And, you know, I'm not, I don't want to get into spoilers, so we just right. don't know who they are. Yeah. I think that discussion is out there in the Internet somewhere. And people probably have figured out who they are, but we yeah. have chosen not to know. Yeah. So that's, that's where we'll go with this thing in the coming months. I'll go with that. I would say my first, you know, since we're... See, we can critique things here, right? Yes, so, absolutely. Um, my first critique, though, would be I'm tired of the baby-faced evil guy. So I'm, I'm waiting for there to be more of a substantial so, evil part. Okay. So, so, what are you, so who are you thinking of with baby-faced? I'm trying to think of. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, they show, they show the guy who's, who's the actual sith or yeah you know whatever the guy with the mask yeah the guy with the mask right and in the hood you know it's it's another dude with a baby face and i was just like come on man like Wait, why do you say how baby evil face? could you be if you're only 13 <laughs> you know what i mean so, so you think he's under that mask he's like 
Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah. wait, actually, scratch that. <laughs> Start that over again. <laughs> i got to shut this thing off so we don't hear when I get emails. Uh, so you think that under that mask, he's... Uh, I gotta pick another living child star. Well, you know, it's it's kind of the whole deal with uh, you know Darth Vader, the guy who played Anakin, Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just oh, felt yeah. like he was too young. Oh yeah, you know, and yeah. I mean, I know it's a function of they want to push out the movies as quick as possible, right? But he, the guy, just didn't look old enough. Yeah, you know, to pull it off, right? So. Yeah, the real Darth Vader, as revealed at the end of Jedi, is like Humpty Dumpty under, exactly. under a black helmet <laughs> right. so, with I mean, a lot of cracks does, in the Does he really age that quickly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Now, what was your take, though, on... Now, as an engineer, I've got some opinions. Right. So, Jeff, we should, we should say, Jeff is an engineer. Jeff is... Mechanical engineering. 18 times smarter than I am. No. By my math, which is bad. <laughs> um, so, it's probably higher. But the artist is Brett, so... Any anything related to artistic imagery, the visuals. This is your guy. I have, I have thoughts on the visuals. Yeah, I, I, the the one my least favorite part of the trailer would probably be the scene with all of the stormtroopers in a giant crowd. Okay. And if you notice in the background, if you freeze it there, as Jeff and I did several times, mm-hmm. um, they're definitely on an ice planet, which I believe I've heard is some kind of like volcano slash ice planet. But I don't yeah, know I that's... heard it's not actually Hoth. Right, not Hoth. Um, but they're probably trying to evoke that, knowing that most people's favorite movie is Empire. Yes. Um, but it felt a little too blue, uh, green screen to me. What are these, you know, blue or green? Green, yeah. In the modern age, we're yeah, using green, green screen. Yeah. yeah. Felt a little, you know. What, paper mache-ish? Yeah. 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 But other than that, and you know, that's that's early, and I'm sure that footage gets tweaked, and, and, and on a big screen, it probably looks different as well. Right. I mean, the, this is the kind of movie where we're definitely going to have to see it on IMAX. Yeah. You know, um, but it's also something where, I mean, let, let's be real, I'm going to see this probably six times. Right. But one, at least two of those times, I'll see it on IMAX. Right. Maybe three times, I'll see it on a regular theater, and then one time in the house. Right. So. One time, <laughs> <laughs> the no, first let, time. Yeah. Let me let's not get ahead of ourselves. The one time represents all subsequent viewings once it's on Blu-ray. Well, well when I say one time, I mean one time in costume. Oh right, okay. So. Then you know that makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. Speaking Second. of which, man, I he- I heard that uh, you are actually going to to the premiere <laughs> in costume. Yeah, I I. I yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how that's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure how I got roped into that, but nope. I did. You're you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So somebody, a mutual friend of ours, uh, was very eager to go and to dress up, and I think he already got a Chewbacca suit, right? Really? Wow. Yeah, I think so. And so, uh, so I, I think I'm gonna try to um, kind of pull a loophole okay. and dress as like a really normal looking character. Really? So that it doesn't look like a costume. <laughs> I mean, Han Solo so pretty no much right. Han Solo wears like blue pants, mm-hmm. a white shirt, and a vest. I mean, the vest is you know the vest would kind of pu- pu- kind of puts out. it into yeah, it puts it into costume territory, but probably not compared to the other maniacs mm-hmm. that will be. Now I'm trying to remember. Seeing it that do night. you wear contacts? No, no. So you'll be the first character in Star Wars with glasses. With glasses. Wow, is that really true? 
you know what? I think it's very interesting. There would be goggles, but goggles, yeah. but not glasses, right? So right. I mean, wow, I never thought know, about that. There's no bifocals in the in the Star Wars universe. Like, what happened? Are all the disabled people just shuttled away to some other planet? Doesn't sound very accessible. Just saying. I mean, you know, and where are the lawsuits? Like, wow. there's no legal system. Right. Either the emperor likes you, or that's it. Right. So, wow, I'd never thought about that. Maybe they've solved. You know. Maybe they solve some of these problems. Well, I'd like to think that they have just I mean, because they've cured blindness. I mean, if they've they have prosthetics that are that lifelike, that's true. Then you know it's got to be pretty advanced, right? So right. I mean, like I said, there's technical issues with all kinds of stuff in the new Star Wars universe. Right. Um, I think it was just generally accepted in the first three that you know, hey, we're we're just trying this out. These are special effects, and you know try to suspend your imagine right. you know your reality um, right. to go into imagination but nowadays people want to know how is this technically possible right. and if you don't follow some types of rules of physics then they have That's issues true. with it yeah good point good point well at least they're moving on now from episode 6 so they can have you know like super leaps leaps in, in technology <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly um that's true. Because in the Star Wars universe, if somebody loses a limb, it's like us losing a tooth. Like, yeah. Oh, we'll just, it's no big deal. We'll just put in a fake one. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, oh, you got okay. pictures. So it's not my real hand, but <laughs> I'll still be able to function. Yeah. Um, I, I love how, too, the even injuries are so clean. Right. Um, you notice that there's like... Well, with a lightsaber, that's the beauty of it. Right. There's like no bleed. There's no Cauteriz- bleeding. Right. Um, you know, it's cauterization very immediate, although... I have to say, I've never actually seen a laser burn, so... We work somewhere where you could see that. That's true. I've seen so signs around... we can set up some experiments. Yeah. You know. There are signs uh, that say, caution, laser in use. Oh, yep. You've seen yep. those? So, yeah. so now, the, my next thing, though, is uh, this transition to this, these new, this new trilogy, right? I, I, yep. I don't, I'm not sure if it's going to be longer than that, but I'm wondering what about the transition between... Return of the Jedi, and now The Force Awakens. What do you think is the best way to figure out that story? Hold on, I have to just pour a little coffee first, because we did say... Oh, true. This is coffee and tea. Yeah, coffee and tea. So, yeah, so you mean, like, how how I expect them to lead, you know, to bridge the gap between Jedi and The Force Awakens? Yes. So, I'll I have to go on a little Batman tangent here for okay. a second because one of the most excruciatingly painful missed opportunities to me is when <laughs> the Dark Knight yeah. to the Dark Knight Rises just missed a huge opportunity, right? So at the end of the Dark Knight, uh, they make it look like Batman killed Harvey Dent. Yeah, he's Be- a fugitive. He's a fugitive, right? And all because they didn't want the people of Gotham to know that Harvey Dent actually went bad, like really bad. They wanted to think of him as the White Knight and that he was this kind of ideal um, that they could all look up to, right? So Batman, Batman is on the lam, okay? Now there's graphic novels, Batman Year One has a whole amazing part of that story, which is one of the best Batman uh, graphic novels, where he's a fugitive and he's being hunted by like the SWAT team and you know really? yeah the whole police force is after him and there are these amazing scenes of like you know they found him they spotted him and he's in this warehouse and we're going in after him and he has to be like really stealthy 
not hurt anyone or not hurt anyone too bad. <laughs> uh, yes. So, you know, there was just so much potential there for, like, you know, that they just totally missed out on and just instead decided uh, he's just going to be kind of older and kind of have a limp and basically be a hermit. Anyway. Well, to me, that's also part of the older generation of trying directors locking themselves in to just a trilogy. Um, one thing I do like about Marvel is that they're willing to, you know, just like the Iron Man franchise, they're willing to, you know, go from stage to stage, and they're actually using TV shows to bridge the gap right. between some of these movies. And change the status quo. Exactly. So, like, Captain America Winter Soldier, everything got turned on its head, and yep. it had, like, lasting repercussions, right? Whereas, like, nothing really that happened in The Dark Knight had any lasting impact on the next movie. Zero. Right. Um, I mean, I think even... Just just you saying that makes me think that The Dark Knight Rises is a standalone movie. Right. But, you know, I don't know if that's in reference to, you know, The Joker. And Yeah, that's true, because Christopher Nolan has said that, you know, The Joker was supposed to continue on. Right. He would have been the subject of the next movie, too. So, once they didn't have that. And if you remember, after The Dark Knight, he's like, and Heath Ledger died. He's like, I'm out. I'm not doing anymore. Right. He swore up and down that he wasn't going to do it, and then somebody just, you know, backed up a dump truck of, you <laughs> know, cash. of gold bricks <laughs> yeah. to his front door, dumped him out. He said, "Okay, maybe I can just think of something," and then, you know, but so, not didn't feel terribly inspired. So segue back to so Star back to Wars. Star Wars. So they don't have the luxury of fantastic graphic novels, okay. as Batman could have. Which they are now, actually, too. So if you think of Batman versus Superman, a lot of the premise of that is from The Dark Knight Returns, okay. which is the other best Batman graphic novel. I've ever read. Yep. You've read it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So amazing. So if they stick to some of that, that's a whole other... That'll be a whole other episode. We'll talk about that because, yeah. Because I don't trust that they will. They'll, they're going to ruin it. But um, So yeah, Batman... Uh, Star Wars doesn't really have that kind of catalog uh, to pull from, and maybe that's okay. J.J. Abrams is a, is a good enough... Uh, director and writer that he can figure out something. I've never really given much thought to what happens in between. In between. I get the feeling that, you know, everybody's just kind of chilling. Like, <laughs> hey, we went to war. We won. Like, we're going to enjoy the rest of our lives I mean, now. What gets better than blowing up a Death Star? Right. Twice. So they all should retire <laughs> on some Hawaii-like planet, you know? It's like you George would- Lucas after, was it after... What's the famous story of Lucas and Spielberg going to Hawaii after... I think it's after Star Wars came out. Yeah, I think it was. So when it released, I I think this is how the story goes. They were like on, you know, an island in Hawaii and just relaxing on the beach. And then that's where they um, came up with Indiana Jones. Really? Yeah, yeah. So they were both... They both kind of had this idea, you know, oh, I want to have this guy, archaeologist. Oh, I had this kind of guy who's, you know, he's kind of a... You know, womanizing, whatever, I don't know. And they combine And they're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. And, you know, they kind of put it together, and that's, yeah. Wow. So Indiana Jones came out of that trip. So, tangent. So anyway, (laughs) I just expect that, you know, the main cast would be kind of enjoying their retirement, you know, which Harrison Ford is clearly, he didn't really retire. So maybe that's good. You know, Harrison Ford is still flying planes and crashing planes. So it makes sense that Han would still be up for flying the Millennium Falcon, I guess. Although I think he's going to need a prosthetic at some point. Do you think the Falcon is going to crash in this one? I think the Falcon may even be obliterated. Yeah. I I think they might try to do a Star Trek. Oh, man. 
I, but now, no. now historically, the the pre J.J. Abrams Star Wars, Star Trek movies didn't they always destroy the Enterprise? <laughs> like every every, every, every odd number one. movie, they would blow think, it up. I think that's a part of it. I, I think they want to blow up the idea of all these past characters, right? And start anew. Yeah. But to wrap things up, we we've gone on to multiple tangents yeah. that we can continue on next time. Yes. But this sounds like a great initial podcast. And yeah, Brett, man. I appreciate this. Jeff, I appreciate your idea to do this. Hey, let's do it again. So yeah. I'll bring my coffee. You bring, I mean, I'm sorry. I'll, you bring your coffee <laughs> and I'll bring my pause, tea. Pause, pause and say it again so we can edit it out. <laughs> pause. So I'll bring my tea. I'll bring my coffee. Which, by the way, so Jeff, Jeff has a, um, a Star Wars TIE Fighter Death Star. What do you call it again? Um, Death Star Tea Infuser. Tea infuser, right. And I'm drinking coffee out of a mug that is a C-3PO bust. Yep. So, and, and this wasn't even really planned. This is just how this is how, how much Star Wars is ingrained. Geek, this is how Star Wars geeks we are. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I think in, a, in, a, in an upcoming episode, we should just talk about our younger selves okay. and how this became so ingrained. And I think, you know, going forward, our episodes will be maybe more themed. This was kind sure. of more of an introductory episode. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like there's just so much we almost don't know where to start, but I think we'll figure it out, and each episode will hopefully have a theme. We'll probably do episodes on uh, maybe longer episodes yeah. periodically that are just focused on one movie. So I and, you know, hope we'll, we'll get some Empire. more structure later on. We'll get some more structure. Yeah, we'll probably is... have some guests and stuff, right? Yeah, but right now we're just a ragtag and We're just chilling. <laughs> and we're just trying to... Uh, we're rebellion, man. Yeah, we're rebellion. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll get to the structure later. Yeah. Send in questions uh, if anybody ever listens to this first episode. We appreciate all those who are listening. Yeah. Till next time. Star Wars. Star Wars.